0: Hi, folks. It's us. Hello. We're here. It's the
1: podcast. Yeah.
0: Today, the Majora's Mask podcast talks about...
1: Well, the Deku Palace.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The Deku Palace. That part of the game where you go to the Deku Palace. We talked already about how it feels like it's been a while since we recorded. So I forget what Majora's Mask is. Some kind of mask.
1: Well, they're making a new... They're making a new Zelda. It's called Zelda Gaiden. Okay. But not Uru Zelda. That's the other Zelda.
0: Yes. Okay. This is all coming back to me. Uru Zelda, where you go to Dunny and you get to look at, like, your own personal copy of the Mist Age. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Non-canon.
1: Is Uru non-canon? I don't actually know much about the Mist lore.
0: I think that Uru is canon, but I don't see how certain elements can be like okay. canon. I think certain things have to be explained away as gameplay. What's its
1: Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm or maybe Yisha is, is just really
0: good at writing ages, and so she can give everyone their own Mist Island. Maybe we were talking about um, the Southern Swamp and like insofar as we're following the plot of the game we helped some monkeys rescue one or the other of koume or kotake do you remember which one
1: i believe it was kotake okay or was it koume i forget
0: well
1: um i'm not gonna look it up
0: the one of the monkeys was like Uh, told us in kind of broken English, hey, you go to Deku Palace, you help people be good guy help.
1: Don't they talk normal, though?
0: That's the thing.
1: Oh, okay. The
0: monkeys who you help in the forest and who greet you at the entrance to the Deku Palace speak in broken caveman monkey talk. The monkey that you end up rescuing is very articulate and very clever even
1: yeah he's verbose he's just like talking like anybody other character in the game
0: and smarter than certain other characters yes um so that's interesting i don't know if that's like an inconsistency in localization or an inconsistency by the writers or an intentional difference or an unintentional difference it's strange um Because there is something that, at least in my very first uh, impressions of this game, I thought was kind of um, perfunctory and boring about this quest with the monkeys. It seemed to me that um, this was added as kind of just connective tissue and almost like a palate cleanser of a kind of boring normal video game fairy tale quest in between the more interesting things that this game was doing with like a giant moon and stuff
1: well like each region has like a prelude set of quest that leads up to the the more exciting stuff i feel like it it does and are you just saying that this one is more mundane than the rest it might be more mundane than the rest it might be
0: that i formed this opinion before i had played the rest of the game oh okay i see Um, but I like, there is something that's kind of like, it's monkeys and Deku scrubs, but it kind of feels like it could be in any game. Like, it's a, it's a kind of a stock story of a mistaken identity and a kidnapped princess. Uh, whereas the other mundane prelude stories that you get, uh, in the other regions, are much more original and weird and cool. Yeah, I see. So there's, there's this, an extent to which I don't like this quest, I guess. But like, the more I think about it, the less I can really defend that position. So mm. I think it's a position from my youth. You enter the Deku Palace. The awesome music starts.
1: Can we talk and, about... Yeah just the Deku then we're going to we're going to meet some Deku people here right we meet the Gards. yeah yeah um the Deku are a civilization now and that's cool yeah
0: that's so cool it's almost like <laughs> I wish there was so much more of this in this game and in all other Zelda games um I mean you get more of it in other places but not not here, much uh not much you get some good stuff about Goron civilization. Oh, in sure. Breath of the Wild. I think
1: I'm thinking about Deku specifically.
0: No, no, like yeah, this is the one game where um, Deku have
1: a culture in this game in a way that they, they have a culture do not
0: anywhere else. They have like you you feel like they have laws and almost a a uh, a worldview that is distinct from the normal human worldview. Um, in, like, a fairly well-realized way, I would th- say. I would say,
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you get Deku in... You know, they're from Ocarina of Time, where they're just very simple monsters. They're monsters who talk
0: and who have, like, kind of a personality and that they're cowardly guys. That's all that you get, which is g- great there, even. Um, yeah. Just having monsters who are kind of shifty and jerks. Um And so then to turn around and make it like this in this game where they're a culture, they're mostly, you're not trying to kill these guys. Uh, You do have to fight some Deku Scrubs outside of this part for some reason. Why do you have to fight those Deku Scrubs?
1: It's weird. And then Deku Scrubs only show up again in like... The oracles, the oracles for like a yeah, split okay. second, major or uh, uh, the other M one Minish Cap for a split second, and then you they're in like one level of Four Swords Adventure where they have like the most oblique part in the plot of that game, and and that's I it. never do. I revisited. do wish
0: that they would show up in more games, even as just their you know, shifty Ocarina of Time selves. I think those are great characters to bring back. I'm okay with them only being a cool civilization in Termina. I think that's a great way of showing that Termina is this parallel world where this monster species from over here is like a full-fledged civilization over here. Um, it would kind of cheapen it for me if you know uh, Breath of the Wild 2 shows I'm just going to call it Breath of the Wild 2.
1: I will continue uh, to also call it Breath
0: of the Wild 2. Uh, if if like the, the Deku Palace civilization from Majora's Mask showed up there I guess that would be awesome but it would kind of spoil the status that they have here of being like a truly foreign out there sort of situation.
1: I think it's twofold that from a mechanical, like gameplay perspective, Zelda games past this point just switch back to using Octoroks for everything instead mm. of having multiples. Cause then you get Octoroks that are like plant based. Uh, and then you have you know, in this in this game, in Majora's Mask, uh they try and set up they they try and utilize like the different clans from from Ocarina of Time and put them into different yeah. contexts, right yeah yeah but the one that they don't try and put into a different context or one of the ones they don't try and put in a different context is the Kokiri they're that's sen- true they're absent and so they're like well if we're gonna do like something that's sort of a take on a foresty area right you know what do we replace the Kokiri with they, they can't really do narratively they felt I guess they didn't want to do anything with that Makes sense. They're like, let's use these other cool guys. And uh, they are cool. But then later games, uh, they turned the Kokiri into Koroks, and now Koroks are more ubiquitous.
0: And I guess Koroks kind of replace Dekus, don't they? In some sense. Like, you can't really have two different groups of wooden plant people.
1: They're the forest guys. I think you could, and I think that would be really fun, but... That's also it would more be like, fun, but
0: I can see why they don't do that I it's guess. more fanficy, yeah uh speaking okay. of which, let's start like a whole thing where we do like fifth edition d and d rules for all these guys
1: i'm I'm good, I'm good
0: okay, never mind I'll do it by myself, I guess. We can continue talking about the Deku civilization and talk about their architectural style, which you actually get to see before you go in the door. Um, They have this thing where everything is made of wood. Uh, There's, I guess, like just the idea that it's uh, (laughs) planks of wood that are going vertically, you know. Um, And they're painted in various colors. You see that basic architectural style all over the swamp and not really the rest of the game. And so this like technique of building something is the Deku technique of building things, Um, which is bizarre to think about that those tiny little guys are erecting these things, these massive structures without any visible hands or i guess some of them have hands some of them Whoa, have hands. i'm going in like a wormhole here um <laughs> uh, and they're painted in like a fairly limited set of colors where you have lots of oranges and reds and whites and greens which is not the like forest colors from the kokuri forest certainly um, it's much more colorful, least, yeah. Yeah, it's really uh, bright and unique, and uh, most importantly, serves to distinguish it from the architectural style and the color palette of the Clock Town civilization. Yes, yes. So, and it's important that you uh, set this up in every way visually, um, musically, as we talked about with Jason, there's a unique pentatonic like chinese sounding uh, music here all this stuff that we need to do to make this sound like a separate uh, look like a separate civilization because a clash of cultures is a big part of this plot
1: the four worlds
0: yeah well i mean of the plot in the deku palace yes. specifically um because only dekus are allowed into the palace And even normally they're not, but the guards will let in Dekus right now to witness the humiliation, I think is the word they use, of the monkey that kidnapped the princess. And so if you try to go in as not a Deku, they'll say, get out of here. And if you try to go in as a Deku, they'll say, okay, you can come in, but go straight to the throne room and witness some humiliation.
1: Yeah, they don't want you going to any of the fun parts of the uh of the the palace.
0: And I just realized that I always skip to uh disobeying their orders. I don't remember what happens if you go to the throne room like you're instructed.
1: Uh like nothing important happens. You just get dialogue indicating that hey, we're going to roast that monkey alive. Ha ha ha. And does the monkey like see you and say, "Hey, save me." I think so i think you get like okay. a dialogue just saying hey please please save me yeah or something approaching that there's there's a hint the,
0: the deku king is an awesome design he's incredible he has this huge bulb on his head he's a great character i noticed when i was going through the text dump that a bunch of his or dialogue or dialogue relating to this situation is he's saying monkey you you kidnapped my daughter, and that is an affront to me. You have disrespected me by doing this kidnapping, and so I will punish you the worst way I can figure out how. And he's not concerned with getting the princess back at all. He just wants his pride to be uh vengeance.
1: I like the 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 crew here, because it's 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 the Deku King, his butler. Hmm. Who were introduced to you for the first time here. Who's got like a cool mustache.
0: Another very good design.
1: <laughs> and then a bunch of the little they kinda used the there was like a kid Deku sprout model in Ocarina of Time, but they like dress it up here. Oh, okay. In my memory they don't remember they're this. like wearing like outfits instead of just being like entirely plant i think that's true i'm gonna look it up keep going okay
0: um instead of you know like the the promised torture will never happen if you just hang around so you need to go outside and then you need to disobey orders and actually sneak around the grounds of the palace there are some little mazes with deku guards patrolling them and this recalls basically the stealth section of ocarina of time where you evade the guards in the uh hyrule castle it's a little different here arguably better because first of all the map is more organic like it seems like this like the the stealth section in ocarina of time looks so level based like the camera even moves like you first, you're going to go past these guards. Then you're going to go past these guards here. It's, uh, it doesn't feel as video gamey, I guess. Although at nighttime, the guards, line of sight is made visible with these. It's a very strange way of representing this, like a bunch of orbs in front of their faces that I guess are like, the points of the, you know, routine that's checking whether you're occupying these things that you uh, trigger their sight. Um, they make that visible at nighttime for reasons I can't really figure out other than it's cool and it makes it easier sometimes. But why would that be true at night? What is going on? Zach is still looking something up. No, I'm and not. So, Oh, Okay.
1: Um, I looked it up and the models are mostly the same. There's just I forget that there's two different models of the little kid Deku Scrubs. In the in Ocarina can you Time. link me to this? I don't uh, know what you're talking about. There's two different models here, and I forget that there's two different models, and that's why. Oh, interesting. I thought okay. they made an additional model, but no, the model exists already in the video game. That's what I was confused about. Cool Deku Scrubs. Okay, so Zach. So I agree that this version of the stealth sequence is, like, an improved version of the one from Ocarina of Time. The camera is way more dynamic, um, you get like, way better little zones to run around in, you have uh, like, platforming elements to it that are necessary as opposed to, like, the one screen in the Ocarina of Time stealth sequence that you could platform if you wanted to. It also feels a lot less, like, um
0: solved yes in in ocarina of time i feel like there's an intended solution sometimes there's you know the one risky other solution but you're not actually reacting or like making a plan you're just figuring out what the correct answer is
1: and there's also Uh, elements
0: it's not like that
1: yeah there's elements here where you're like taking out guards from afar yeah rad this is leaning on the experience of the many n64 games that have come since ocarina of time or since the development of ocarina of time i'd say
0: uh and it's cool it's good um oh something about the deku palace itself the in the central tower
1: Surrounded by all these wooden constructions. It looks like a big wasp
0: hive or something.
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. If it was like a stump, like a tree stump. But it also has like a texture of like a big hive. But inside it's like wooden on the inside. Um, huh. Like, I, I don't know. Say... You start squinting at textures and you go mad.
0: Yeah, it would be cool. This is my theory that I just invented. Um, originally, they hadn't developed these... Uh, architectural techniques of lifting big planks of wood. And so the like original tower of the Deku castle is made by the most traditional primitive technique of chewing up wood and spitting out the pulp like wasps. That's how Dekus used to build things. It's an innate ability to process wood into delicious pulp. Uh, but then, as they their society's technology developed, they built more complicated structures around that were prettier.
1: yeah, that makes sense to me
0: that's it's truth it's truth. There's also a guy hiding kind of outside the palace um who sells beans.
1: Yeah, the bean Talk guy to me is here about bean guy. Well, the bean guy—it's the same bean guy from Ocarina of Time, fulfilling yeah. the same role as an Ocarina of Time. He has transcended dimensions and is here to ply his craft.
0: He's immune to the magic that changes your identity.
1: Yeah, as far as we know, but we're only interfacing him with him on a commerce level. So who can say? That's it?
0: true. Maybe he's much nicer over here. We don't know.
1: You get he, the oh, good.
0: Yeah. Well, he sells you beans. Magic They're beans. They're kind of expensive. They're magic. They're better beans than in Ocarina of Time.
1: Yeah. I kind of... I had to look up a bunch of information about the Ocarina of Time beams to make sure my memory was correct on some of this, but in Ocarina of Time, it's all about you buy the beans, and each time you buy a bean, it goes up in price, so... Oh, yeah, that's sucks. It ends up being this bit weird, like... Thing as you buy them, they become more rare, and so he charges more because the only, there's only ten in the game. Yeah, I think I think that's right. And, uh, in that game, you have to plant them as Kid Link, and then go to the future where they've grown.
0: Yeah, which is a good. That part of it is awesome that you plant seeds and then you, seven years later they've grown into useful magic plants. Kind of the most obvious idea for a time travel game, but it's it's really good.
1: And now here in Majora's Mask, uh, they don't have time travel in that same way. So instead, it's just you plant it and then splash some spring water on it and it instantly grows. And also uh, unlimited beans,
0: unlimited beans, much cheaper beans, but they don't persist when you go back in time, right? So having to plant a bean in the same place in multiple cycles is kind of... Humiliating.
1: The other thing is infuriating that I want to mention that I I did find out I had interred this wrong in my head. Oh, uh, is that in Ocarina of Time? You have the little like soft sand where the bean can get, the bean can get planted. There's yeah. a whole thing also where you need to like flush bugs down that soft sand to produce a gold yeah. scutella. I always thought yeah. you had to do that before you planted the bean, or else you would you block yourself the, yeah. yeah and that's not true you can just if, after you plant the bean you can just go back and also put a bug down there okay so that you cannot soft lock the game in that way that i thought you could for the last 20 years
0: <laughs> uh thank Knowledge. you for telling me that because I, I i feel like i believed that myself at some point yeah okay um so the but the the bean cellar place is topographically very interesting because there's two entrances, kind of like not exactly, but on different sides of the castle wall. Am I remembering this correctly?
1: It's like yeah, the idea is that you do one side of the stealth maze and get to bean guy, which then. You can pass through Bean Guy's cave and then loop back around to the front of the palace again and then go do the other side where you need a bean.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Complicated. You also need spring water, which um, you can get at
1: the road to the swamp, right? There, and I think it's just in the cave, I thought. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Spring water is a commodity in this game that comes up just a few times, but it's around. Yes, it's it's really
0: interesting, like, because why don't they just let you use any water if they're gonna put it everywhere? Maybe they it's, intended
1: there to be different like states of water at some point.
0: I guess. The the difference between normal water and hot spring water um is interesting enough by itself. <laughs> uh but we'll get to that later. Friends, moving on. You, uh, like after you do like the ground section of the stealth part, the uh infiltration quest, then you get up on the top level, and now you are, uh, shooting the Deku like turrets with your own uh, nuts, and flying over them, and uh, it's awesome. And you sneak your way into the side entrance of the throne room where you can get up and talk to the monkey who's tied up and the monkey will tell you some stuff. I noticed in the, um, the text dump that the monkey, um, tells you to like, get on an instrument. He's going to tell you the, uh, song that will open the temple um, and he has text for you showing him the wrong instruments, and it looks like he has separate separate text for each instrument. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, um, which is weird because, like, when are you going to get here as Zora Link? Uh,
1: you can always go back and replay any of this stuff. You don't. Yeah, you can, you, but like, you never in your right to, mind.
0: But you could. <laughs> when would that? <laughs> it's uh it's very strange
1: somebody trying to do a legit three-day run of like everything
0: yep i mean there are runs like that out there they probably end up talking to this guy as zora link well forgot what i was gonna say he
1: teaches us the sonata of awakening yeah not much to say Um, there (laughs)
0: it's it's cute how he has to like sing it to you very softly and you have to play it back very softly because you're trying to avoid detection by the king and his courtiers but uh, eventually they notice you and they kick you out anyway
1: yep yeah
0: the other thing we have to mention is there's a side quest in the infiltration segment where you can do some extra infiltration and find a heart piece
1: that's true yeah
0: we're not going to one hundred percent the heart pieces on this podcast.
1: Yeah, we will absolutely forget something along the way. It's fine. It's fine.
0: I um, like. Uh,
1: maybe I'll talk about it now. I before we recorded this, I wanted to pull up. I have a copy of the Majora's Mask manga, hmm. the one by Akira Himeka- Himekawa. who's the. It's actually two ladies that they're the mangakas that do, like a long-running series of Zelda manga. Yeah. They have one for, like, a bunch of different games, and then a super long one for Twilight Princess, which is really funny. Hmm. It's like, I have the set that has, like, ten volumes from various Zelda games, and most of them are either one or two volume. The Twilight Princess manga is 11 volumes, (laughs) and it's, like, just finished, (laughs) because they just love that game so much. Also, it's like... It's it's the one that they almost couldn't get published because there's, like, blood and, like, limbs oh. getting cut off and stuff. It's very funny. Sheesh, okay. And I, I was reading that uh this week, and it's very funny. Anyway. How fun. I just wanted to touch on that in the manga version of the events of the Deku Palace, they just move, because it's a very fast-moving manga, they move the entirety of, like, the, uh, this fourth of the game just into the Deku Palace and like all the events just happen there. Oh, okay. And it's very funny because in that one the king has like a whole bunch of different animals on like steaks ready to burn or ready to boil. So he's oh, got yeah. like the monkey and one of the turtles from the forest and <laughs> what I guess is a wolfos but just looks like a really silly cartoon dog. <laughs> okay. And then they just resolve everything happens right there in the palace they resolve everything and it's good
0: oh wonderful
1: um
0: you come back here later much and somewhat later you um, you bring the princess back and she gets very mad at her dad uh, for uh, mistreating her monkey friend and uh, there's a reckoning there And then the butler says, hey, thank you for, you know, taking care of everything. Or no, the butler doesn't. Yeah, I think the butler tells you, come see me in the Deku Shrine. And then you go to the Deku Shrine. Before we talk about the Deku Shrine, I want to talk about something from Ocarina of Time. I want to talk about Dompei's tomb. I will allow
1: this digression.
0: Okay, so I love Dompei. We all love Dompe. And I love this part of the game where he's like, I'm dead. Come here and race me in my crypt for my treasure, which is the hookshot that you need.
1: Quoth Dompe, 1v1 me, bro. (laughs) So
0: um, you you meet Dompe, who is like floating with a halo above his head. And (laughs) he, he floats through his crypt which is this crazy maze uh, with like skulls in the dead ends and some of the skulls have horns I was just looking at this and I'm like what is that a skull of with huge crazy demon horns? I mean a demon probably right? Oh okay, yeah a demon who failed to race Dompe and starve to death in a dead end Um, there's also I mean I'm bringing this up to compare it to the clearly the same thing in Majora's mask is racing the Deku Butler through the Deku's shrine. Yeah. And it's interesting how the, um, uh, the original version of this mini game dungeon activity, uh, is quite a bit cruder. Uh, not as much, uh, not as many goofy gimmicks in the maze, but still very good and yeah
1: oh it's, it's it's shorter too
0: oh okay um the thing is the thing i noticed in no clip that i had to bring up was we've said several times that the uh remake the 3d version of ocarina of time doesn't have as much crazy details added you know they don't put stickers and stuff all over the walls and they do much more than i remembered not as much as majora's mask that's true mm. but there is a place in dampe's grave where there is a bunch of carving on the walls that was made special oh. and it kind of um corresponds to a big carving of hylian text in the deku shrine uh but there's no translation that i've found for this Very long text that I think might possibly be only used in Dompe's tomb. And so, um, like, we have to investigate this before we say definitively that Ocarina of Time doesn't have as much fun, pointless Hylian text. Because a lot of the Hylian text in Ocarina of Time um, is just like a list of symbols, list of syllables, the alphabet, or whatever. Uh, but some of it is fancy and we have to find out whether this one is fancy anything else to say about oh here's something that Ocarina of Time has over Majora's Mask that Majora's Mask will have trouble beating at the end of Dompe's Maze you can't just like enter a shaft of light and be brought back up to the surface Yes. You have to climb out, and the exit of the tomb maze where Dompei is buried, where there are all these demon skulls, is the second floor of the windmill.
1: Yeah, it's nuts.
0: It's so good. It makes no sense. It's it's s-
1: perfect. It's sinister. Yes. And that's like, you know, that's Ocarina of Time kakariko village is sinister is 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 the the text there right sinister but so often
0: in these very like indirect easy to forget ways right and now i wish we were doing a podcast about ocarina of time maybe we should just do a podcast about kakariko village the Uh, complete guide to kakariko village
1: well, see, there's a bar. A limited series event. And you can go behind the building and get to the back entrance of the bar, and there's a jar, a magic jar in there. A magic jar? Or bottle. Okay. Uh. Anyway, the Deku Shrine. So the Deku Shrine version of this is probably the same code that they just retooled, right? Yeah, yeah. To To make a new one of these. And it's far longer and made me way more mad than the other one. Uh, yes, I, I think that the first, t- like in
0: in the first, my first experiences with each of these mazes, I think that I found Dompe pretty frustrating. Yeah. But this one is more frustrating. I don't
1: want to shortchange the challenge that Dompe is. But that's Mm -hmm. just one that I have internalized that I've internalized that race way more. So when I do it, I maybe only need a try or two before I've got it locked in and I can and I can nail it. Yeah. The Deku Butler one, the Deku Shrine one is one that I've only ever done one other time and I had some difficulty. Now, I
0: will say the last time I played this, I had internalized quite a bit of it and so I didn't have as much trouble so like it might be more an issue of how many times you've played it than this one is objectively harder than the other one but Well it's also longer, so
1: it must be. I uh I definitely handicap myself.
0: Why would you?
1: Oh, Zach. So you dumb boy. We should we should talk about <laughs> the uh layout. It's way cooler. It's a way cooler maze. Yes. It's, it's got d- Cool like rooms. just the footprint is cool, cooler,
0: but also the look is cooler.
1: It's got like a room that has like a stream going through it with like yeah. platforms flowing down. It's got a big room with a tall like dead tree that you go through at two different levels. You
0: go through that room at two different levels, but I don't think partly because you have to go through so fast, it's really not clear that you're going through the top level of that room from before.
1: It is if you fall.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess if that ever happened to you, then you would figure that uh, out.
1: Weird. It's almost like that maybe happened to me. Many times. Uh-oh. Um, it's got a cool room. Is it where, like, the fire curtains pop up?
0: Yeah. It. They use the maze from the fire temple. <laughs> the invisible fire wall maze. It's a good maze. Uh, and they plonk that in and have you chase the butler through it pretty good
1: yeah okay so my difficulty Um, with this came about because i tried to do it as deku link oh i thought you had than i thought i thought you had to be (laughs) deku link to beat the deku maze but the deku butler doesn't care what form you are it turns out
0: um no well i thought you were gonna say you did it without the bunny hood
1: uh, I forget. I I think eventually I did use the bunny hood. Okay. But I definitely uh, banged my head against this for like 45 minutes as Deku Link, trying to like nail some of the jumps, which are very hard to do when you're that small and your mm. dash is extremely finicky. Yes. I think the reason that the
0: maze is so much longer is because they know that the bunny hood is in the map. Sorry, the bunny hood is in the game. And it makes you faster, whereas in Ocarina of Time, it didn't make you faster.
1: Right. That's definitely what it is. They expect you to do that or to be Goron Link or whatever.
0: I don't think Goron Link has a chance in here. There's too many tight corners.
1: I I don't know enough about being good at that. I just assumed that's a way you could do this. I
0: I want to see someone do this maze as Goron Link. That sounds amazing, but I I feel like you have to be the king of kong to manage that
1: maybe i don't know also i did it twice
0: (laughs) you finished it twice
1: yes because you finish it you get the real reward and then uh, i wasn't used to playing this version of the game and it gives you a text saying oh if you do it again we'll give you a different reward
0: oh and you thought it was a heart piece i thought it was
1: a heart piece or something So the first reward you get for beating the Deku Butler is the Mask of Sense. It's a pig mask. It's like the piggy nose from Earthbound. Exactly. You can find those truffles.
0: Truffles? Truffles. What, is it not truffles? It's truffles. No,
1: it's truffles.
0: Um, it's important there's... for finding those and you can give those to the witch and she'll make a blue potion out of them
1: there's so many words in earthbound that I learned the first time through there but did not know how to say because I was seven so like uh crossient <laughs>
0: uh
1: that's the only one I can think of right now but yeah when you when you read a word and you don't know how it's said, Uh, that's really fun. And then embarrassing later in life when you realize that, oh, I've been saying that wrong for 20 years.
0: Longer than that, Zach.
1: Anyway, the second prize you can get is just a fishing pass.
0: Yes. Uh, they're really, I, I think this is a good, um, part of the design actually to keep giving you fishing passes, um, for stuff. Uh, that it's like not counting towards hundred percenting the game uh, because it keeps reminding you that the fishing hole is there. And I'm like, Oh yeah, good. I'm not going to use that, but it feels satisfying to get it. Anyway. Yeah.
1: I agree. I just wasn't expecting it to be that and was let down. Yeah. This is still um, a cool, this is still a cool race. Don't get me wrong.
0: It's really good. Um, what do we want to talk about? First, in that room with the, the tree, the two-story room, there is a big carving into some of the wood that has been added in the 3DS version, and it's highly in text, and if you translate it, it says, uh, pass through the labyrinth, cling with your wings, at the end the mask of sense awaits. I don't know what cling with your wings means. That might be a mistranslation uh, because it has to get transliterated from Hylian text to Japanese, and then it has to get translated from Japanese to English. And so there's a lot of opportunity for confusion uh, by the noble Zelda wiki editor. But uh, yeah, it's telling you that the Mask of Sense is your prize. (laughs) Also... At the end, one thing the three uh, D S version adds that it's not a big deal. I no, we have to talk about like the visuals of this maze because it's awesome. Yeah, it's so colorful. It's taking the like saturated, like almost woodland neon aesthetic of the uh, Deku civilization and making it kind of psychedelic and crazy in this version you know this dungeon that's kind of scary um and so the the colors are really bright and garish there are tons of deku scrubs just watching you go through the maze
1: yeah you get an audience going they love this stuff
0: so fun uh instead of being skulls the dead ends are all uh like carvings of deku scrubs with x's for eyes like whoops um And at the end, the 3DS version adds these huge statues of Deku scrubs, like, in recesses on the walls. Uh, It's easy to forget, I guess, that this is nominally a shrine where some sort of worship or observance is happening, because it's done up like a maze. Uh, But at the end, there's a sense that, like, some sort of ceremony could go on here. Yeah. And here's something interesting that I bet you missed, Zach. Okay, probably. What is it? What if you come up to the butler wearing the mask of sense? Oh, I don't know. He says, ah, that mask. It looks just like one my son used to wear. Oh, my son often used that mask to find mushrooms in the forest. Oh, how I long for those days. I wonder where he has gone, what he is doing. If only he would write me a letter. Pardon me. Once again, thoughts of my son have me feeling sentimental. Now, where were we? And so at this point in the game, the butler doesn't know that his son is a tree corpse on the outskirts of the Termina Dimension. Yeah, Which is interesting uh, because when you see him mourning his son in the credits um i kind of assumed that because nowhere else does he say outright that he just doesn't know where his son is he I, says that he misses his son and yeah you like i got the impression that he knows his son is dead and he just goes out there every once in a while to you know mourn his son at the sight of that creepy tree
1: okay but i see i know I, re- I definitely read it the, the this other way though this way that he wasn't really sure he just knew his son was somewhere and he yeah and, now and and the ending of the game is him finding out yeah yeah um
0: which is i don't know which one is worse <laughs> yeah Uh but um very good storytelling
1: and in the manga he uh, just says oh you're that mask is from my dead son which is oh. really really flat it's very funny Gosh, (laughs) Um, there is another good
0: text that happens when you talk to Kremia with the Romani mask. Uh, There's good text that happens when you talk to that one Goron guy while wearing the Dongero mask. So uh, keep in mind that you should talk to people. You should after you get a mask from someone, go back in time and wear that mask to talk to them again and they all have interesting excuses, I guess, for why they don't have the uh, the mask that you're, you now have.
1: One of the developers cared deeply about implementing this. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Uh,
0: what else about the Deku Shrine? Anything?
1: No, that's all I got. All right. Uh, is there anything else to talk about in the Deku Palace? I don't think so. I think we hit it all. All right. There's an exit out of this area that leads you to a higher, like, platform in the rest of the swamp that'll take you to our next destination, though.
0: Okay. Well, let's take that route to our next destination, which is...
1: Woodfall...